You're listening to Warwick Radio Online. The voice of Warwick, Rhode Island. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to Warwick Life on Warwick Radio. My name is Scott Nerney. I grew up in Warwick and have been a homeowner for over 30 years in our lovely city. My goal with this podcast is to highlight what is special about Warwick and how you can get the most from our seaside community. This podcast is presented by the Varnum Military Museum, located just over the border in East Greenwich. Patrick and his staff have a fantastic museum. I must see a lot of information about Rhode Island residents, especially Warwick residents. Please, when you stop by, go on their Facebook page. Thank them for supporting our podcast. Our guest today is Tracy from We're Here for the Dogs. We asked her here to talk a little bit about the charity that she runs and some special events that they have coming up. Thanks for supporting our podcast. Thanks for having me. I appreciate the support for our nonprofit. Tell us a little background of yourself. Uh, about me. Ooh, okay. Um, so my name is Tracy. I'm originally from Connecticut. I've lived in Warwick. Well, I've lived in Rhode Island for about 10 years. Um, here in Warwick, it's been about six. Quite actually one of the most friendliest cities I've been to. Going from Providence, where people pass you on the street, they don't really want to talk to you, to Warwick, where I feel like people are actually really receptive and friendly. They say hello. They do? Yeah. And then they run you off the road. Well, that too. Yep. <laughs> yep. I did petition to get a stop sign in my neighborhood, so I am that Rhode Island resident now, Warwick resident. We have a lot of connections with the mayor and council people, so just oh, let us nice. know. If you get some you get some pushback, we'll, we'll put a word in for you. Thank you. Thank you, sure. Mayor Picozzi. He's a great guy. He is. He, yeah. was, he was here just a, last week. Nice. Yep. Telling Thank us everything you. about the city. Now, he didn't tell us about your organization. Yes. Because he hasn't had that much time, but <laughs> you do it. You tell us about your organization. Yeah, so We're Here for the Dogs is a 501c3 that focuses on fundraising for dog rescues. So we decided that after, you know, volunteering in rescue and helping a different, a couple different organizations here, that the world didn't need more rescues. What rescues needed was help. And not just volunteers, but mainly financial help. Rescue is definitely not a profit-making business. Uh, most rescues, unfortunately, are in some sort of debt. Um, and people actually always question, you know, why is there an adoption fee if I'm saving a dog or I'm saving a cat? Right. And I feel like people don't realize all the work that goes in on the back end and all the financial, you know, you have vetting, you have spay and neutering costs, you have transport fees, you have basic supplies for these dogs and cats and small animals to survive. Um, and some of these dogs will stay in the rescue or foster care for years before they find a forever home. So we decided to open We're Here for the Dogs, where that is all we do is help financially with uh, donations and supplies and things like that. And how many rescues do you ha or do you currently or recently work with? So we have worked with upwards of 18 different rescues. Wow. Um, we have a whole bunch of different rescues that are coming in that are new or, you know, they're just hearing about us and seeing how we can help them. But we have rescues we'll, that'll call us up and say, uh, you know, we have a transport coming up and I have 25 dogs coming and I only have 10 crates. Can you help me get some crates? So we'll run out to job lot. We'll pick up some crates and deliver them or we'll collect them from different residents that are offering them for free on Facebook Marketplace, things like that. And you've helped countless dogs? Oh, yes. I couldn't even count how many dogs technically we've helped. And other animals, too. We want to shout out to all the cat lovers and other animals out yeah. there, guinea pigs and 
no shelter is just a dog shelter or a cat shelter. Right. Unfortunately, there's a lot of recent stories in the Warwick area and surrounding neighborhoods where Warwick's had to participate in some of the other rescues with some hoarding issues. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. Um, You know, our name is We Are Here for the Dogs, and it was actually started because just like in, you know, any business or any organization, there's always some sort of uh, politics, you say. And for me, I don't care about all the nitty gritty. I'm just there to help the dogs. I am here for the dogs. And that's where our name was born. So dogs are obviously our main focus. They're near and dear to my heart, but we will never say no to helping an animal in need. So we have helped rescues with cats. Um, We are adding small animals to our organization of people that we, or animals that we help. Great. And tell us a little about one of your biggest fundraisers that you have for the year, the Paula Day. Paula Day, yes, it's coming up so quick. You don't realize how fast uh, Christmas comes until you plan an event around it. (laughs) (laughs) So Paula Day is essentially like the adopt-a-family trees that you see around town. But instead of for humans, we do it for animals. So it started in 2018, uh, back before We Heard for the Dogs was actually a thing. I was in Greg's restaurant over in uh, the East Providence, Rumford area, waiting for my cake, you know. And I looked at the tree and I said, wow, you know, that's a really great idea. Why don't I ever see these for rescues or for shelter pets? It's always for humans, which humans, of course, definitely important. Yeah. Um, But we don't want to leave out our dogs and our animals. So I went home. I designed these really cute little bone-shaped ornaments And the front was the name of an adoptable dog. The back had the age, the breed, and then three wishlist items. And when I started, it was just for one rescue. And I had about five businesses. I went and bought out little Christmas trees, Charlie Brown trees, I call them. Um, And I set them up, and I had a crazy success. I did not expect it to be as great as it was. It filled my entire spare bedroom. It filled my SUV with donations to the brim multiple times. Um, And I said, you know what, I have to make this a thing. So each year it has grown. And we last year in 2022 had 40 businesses and we helped over 16 rescues. Wow. Yeah, we filled the ballroom of the Crown Plaza. (laughs) No, very nice. And what types of things are typically on the wish list for the rescues? So since it's grown so much, we actually work really closely with the rescues that are participating and ask them, you know, what are their main needs? So we don't want to give them things that they're not going to use. Um, We have very specific food brands that they look for. We will put crates on there, toys, different treats, um, certain collars, harnesses, leashes. When it comes to rescue, there are a very specific niche items just because of the safety and the well-being of the animals that are in their care. Okay. Um, so the idea is that the people will go to these different restaurants and businesses that we have around town. You would take the tag, you shop their wish list, and then you bring the items back to the establishment that you got that tag from. And the reason that we ask that you bring it back there is there's no guarantee that all of the pets that are on our tree are going to be adopted, quote unquote. Right. Uh, we want to make it fair for the rescues based on size and need. We want to make sure that all of the dogs or pets have exposure. You can actually go on our website and view the pet that you're adopting and maybe share it with your family and friends in hopes that they might need to adopt someone for, you know, for forever. <laughs> um, so 
we also on the back end consolidate now. So if we gave the rescues, the donations, based on the sheer generosity of all the people that participate, it would be a little overwhelming for them. Sure. So we help by consolidating it on the back end, you know, based on item and making sure that each rescue gets exactly what they're looking for. And, and I want to be clear on one thing, because you speak it all the time, but yes. the audience out there listening is saying, wait, I don't want to adopt a dog. I just want to help a dog. <laughs> yes, it's, yes. It's kind of like the adopt-a-family, folks. You're not actually taking the family off the tree and bringing them home. Correct. You're just bringing some items to support that. But if you want to adopt either a family yep. from Greg's yeah. or an animal, <laughs> you're welcome to that. Those shelters would love that as well. Yes. So on our website and on the bone, um, it actually tells you what rescue they're available through. Okay. So if you were interested in adopting, of course, you would reach out to the rescues directly for that. We don't handle any of the actual forever adoptions. Okay. Um, but you can share it with families and friends. 90% of the pets on our tree are available for adoption. Wow, nice. The ones that aren't are either medical holds, so mm -hmm. they have some, some work that they need done um, in order to be available for adoption, or they might be, you know, forever fosters. So those okay. fosters that really aren't a candidate for adoption, but aren't a candidate for euthanasia either. Right, but are still bringing up needs yes. in the shelter. Yeah, absolutely. The focus of the drive is two things. We want to make sure that rescues get the supplies that they need to help them operate throughout the year so that they don't have to worry about putting that cost out. Um, but also exposure for these pets. So a second way for them to be seen in hopes that someone will you know, adopt them and take them home forever. Okay. Yeah. And let's talk about the photo shoots that you do. Yes, we are known for our photo shoot minis. So we actually team up with a local photographer here. Her name is Megan Susie. She's phenomenal. Um, she's the pet whisperer, I say, when it comes to these photos. So we custom create beautiful backdrops based on different holidays. We did a life-size pot of gold at the end of the rainbow for St. Patrick's Day one year. We did a gigantic life-size Easter basket that the, the dogs could sit in. Um, we did a cauldron Hocus Pocus theme last year in honor of Hocus Pocus 2 for Halloween. Uh, we do a sleigh. We did a sleigh for Christmas one year, and we make all of our props by hand. So a lot of love and effort goes into them. You can sign up on our website, we'reforthedogs.org, and secure your own spot for one of our upcoming events. It's a 15-minute time slot. You get the room completely to yourself. For our fearful and reactive dogs, we actually do have a separate entrance that you can come in, so we really cater to the needs of the dog. And then you get five beautifully digitally edited photos emailed to you. Very nice. Yeah. So we do take a portion of the proceeds. Um, and then one of the things we also do is we sponsor one rescue dog at minimum every shoot. So we'll work with a local shelter for one of their longer term residents, someone who might not show well, um, really needs out of the shelter or the rescue. And we'll take their photos for free and hope that they help them get adopted. And if people are interested in, you know, they, they either may or may not be able to do the uh, adopt-a-dog on the tree, or if they just want to go to your website to make some donations so that you can spread the love around as you see fit, you'll take that as well? Yeah, absolutely. Um, you can visit our website. We've got some merch up there. We've got a couple different things. And then we do partner with a lot of the local rescues, 
um, and local businesses and participate in some of those, you know, farmers markets you see. We were at the Rhode Island SPCA's Paws in the Park event Very a nice. couple of weeks ago. And we have a whole bunch of different things that aren't available on our website at our events. Okay. Yeah. Thank you to Tracy for spending some time with our audience today and sharing insights on Warwick life. It's a great time to be in Warwick. And for those not living the Warwick life, come pay us a visit. Stop by one of these great Paula Day trees. You can find out the information about where they're located at we'reherefordogs.org. Yep. And we would love to see you and these fine adopted dogs get together and experience everything Warwick has to offer. We love Warwick. Thanks. <laughs> That wraps up another edition of Warwick Life on Warwick Radio. If you have any comments, content suggestions, or questions, drop us a line at warwicklife at gmail.com. Thank you to Tester Manuelian for our lead-in and closing music. She's a music major with an incredible career ahead of her. See you next time. You're listening to Warwick Radio Online. The voice of Warwick, Rhode Island.